0: Stuff I Learned Yesterday, episode number 524. Time for a change. Welcome to Stuff I Learned Yesterday. My name is Barb Rankin. I tried to run away from home when I was five years old, and I believe that if you aren't learning, you aren't living. In today's episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I talk about change and how it is all around us. Well, happy Tuesday, everyone. Here in the United States, it's election day, so if you haven't voted yet, you still have time to do so. Now, I'm going to admit that Daryl and I had quite a good chuckle over the date that he picked for this episode, and it was completely by coincidence because I can assure you that time for a change has nothing to do with politics. But November 8th is a day in history that saw some interesting changes. And for our fun fact, I'm going to tell you about a few things that happened on this date in history. Number one. In 1793, the Louvre opened in Paris. Think about all those wonderful pieces of art that everyone got to see. I'd say that was probably a pretty good change for Paris, wouldn't you? Number two. In 1864, Abraham Lincoln was elected to his second term as President of the United States. Number three. In 1923, Adolf Hitler led the Nazi party in a failed coup d'etat attempt to gain power in Munich, Bavaria, and Germany. It failed, and Hitler was arrested and charged with high treason in what became known as the Beer Hall Putsch. Number four. In 1939, Johann George Elser planted a bomb at the Berger Bra beer cellar in Munich where Hitler was due to give a speech. Hitler left eight minutes before the bomb detonated in that failed assassination attempt. Can you imagine how history would have changed if that attempt had been successful? Hmm. Number five. In 1966, U.S. President Lyndon B. Johnson signed the law which allowed the National Football League and the American Football League to merge and exempted them from any antitrust restrictions. I'm not sure that really changed much in American football because the AFC and the NFC continue to fight over which league is the best every year, don't they? Not much change there. Number six. In 2006, Walmart expanded its supercenters into Canada, opening the first three in Ancaster, London, and Stouffville, Ontario, thus helping to push Canada into the early Christmas season shopping extravaganza that we have today. I'm not sure if that change was good or not. I hate seeing Christmas shopping and Christmas items out before Halloween, Ah, well, so much for change. Anyway, today's fun fact comes to you from thepeoplehistory.com and brainyhistory.com. And they have lots more events for things that happened on November 8th. But I thought these were sort of fun. But you guys know what hasn't changed, don't you? It's the Friday Forum. And I've just been delighted that our mailbox has had letters every week so far during this last season. And you know what? We want to keep it that way. You guys have some great stories, and these remaining Friday Forums are your last chance to tell us how you have made a difference or how stuff I learned yesterday has impacted you. And all you have to do is share your experiences with all of us in the Golden Spiral Media community. You can be just like Andrew and Jason who contributed last Friday. Tell us, what experiences have you had? What lessons have you learned? For whom have you made a difference? Or how has someone made a difference for you? You can participate in the Friday Forum by visiting our feedback page or by calling our voice feedback line at 304-837-2278. You can typey-typey out a message and send it in. And anyway, I can't wait to hear from you. I cannot wait to hear what you've learned. What I learned yesterday. I wanted a change. I was mad at mom, but I don't really remember why. I know that there had been too many changes in my life in a short period of time, and I wanted something else. I was only five years old. My father had died the year before, and his mother, my grandmother, had rented the house across the street from us for several months before just returning to San Francisco. I looked my mom in the eye. I grabbed my little brother's hand, and I told her that we were leaving South Florida to go live with our granny. I thought that we could walk to California. I pulled Rob along with me, and off we went. When I got to the end of the block, there was one little problem. We weren't allowed to cross the street by ourselves. I don't remember how long we stood there as I contemplated that little situation, but I do remember finally giving up, turning around, and heading back home. I also remember the upturned corners of my mom's mouth as she was trying not to laugh. She knew we weren't going anywhere. And there was going to be no change of residence for my brother and me that day. Change is defined by Merriam-Webster as becoming different, or becoming something else, or making someone or something different. Now, what I found interesting about the definition of change is that it is both active and passive. We can create the change, or we can be subject to it. Make something different. Become something else. To me, that tells us what we already know. We're not always in control of the changes that can take place around us. We've all created change in our lives that we have wanted, changes in which we have asserted some control. We've been active about those changes. Growing up in South Florida, it was either warm or it was hot, and I never saw the change of seasons. When I began researching colleges, I knew I wanted to attend one where I could watch the leaves change color feel cold air on my skin, and see my breath in the frosty morning air. I was amazed to see trees that looked like just brown sticks, and then they would become alive with green leaves in the spring. And I learned that there were lilies and azaleas and all kind of new spring flowers and bushes that I had never seen before. That was a change I planned, and it was a positive experience for me. I didn't run away from home for a new experience. I ran toward a new phase in my life, and I embraced that change. Many years later, I planned my move from Baltimore to Arizona, drawing on years of experience to pack all my things, sell an old home, buy a new one, find a new job. Planning was important to ensure that this change went smoothly. Again, this was something that I embraced, and I ran toward this exciting change in my life and not away from it. Yet we all know that things can happen that have not been anticipated. The loss of a job, a serious illness, a divorce, the death of a loved one. These events can threaten to overwhelm us, cause us sorrow and pain, and leave us mentally and physically exhausted. The past year has been difficult in many ways, and more so during the past few months. I've watched my mother begin to forget who I am. There have been unexpected deaths of friends and their family members, and at work, job cutbacks, salary reductions, and lost benefits, and those are taking their toll on my coworkers and team members. Staying positive has been very difficult at times, and it has been important to communicate our fears to each other, to support each other, to vent with each other, and to seek alternative solutions. We needed to find ways to reduce the stress and anxiety that each of us was feeling with these changes. But we also need to find the joy in day-to-day living, to focus on the positive things around us, to help us cope. There are other practical things that help relieve stress, such as exercise, meditation, relaxation techniques, or even speaking with a professional who can help us sort through our concerns. This past summer, I worked from home for about two weeks while I had some renovation work completed at the house. I was delighted to discover that a quail family was living in the backyard and had a brood of nine tiny peanut-sized quail babies. I watched them run across the yard eating bugs and birdseed. One morning, I heard a loud commotion, and looking out my window, I saw the two parents next to my pool, and the female was running frantically back and forth and making loud noises. I ran out and, sure enough, scooped one small baby quail out of the pool and it ran into the bushes where the rest of its family was hiding. After our first major monsoon storm of the season, I was crushed to see that only three babies remained of the nine. And then there were two. And finally, only one juvenile quail remained with her parents. The quail parents soldiered on through what I have to believe were clearly disappointments in losing eight of their babies. I can still see the three of them in my yard early in the morning, eating their fill so that they can be prepared for the cooler temperatures of winter. Watching the quail family during the past five months has reminded me of how seasons change, how life changes, how life continues in the midst of all of that change. Here's what I learned. Change is inevitable. It's part of life. There are times when we embrace it. There are times when we just want to run away from it, when we want to run away from home. I've learned to acknowledge that change is normal, although I continue to learn how to accept it, especially when it's something that I don't want. Circumstances and events will not always happen the way that I want them to, but that won't stop them from occurring. So when things do happen that I haven't anticipated and haven't planned for, I try to consider how I can learn from that experience. How can I grow from this change or from the circumstance that has occurred? Can I embrace this change now and be stronger because of it in the future? Can accepting this change bring me peace? Can I use this experience to help others in the future with changes that they experience? Will you use your life experiences, the changes you've seen, the changes you've either endured or embraced to help someone else? Because it is all about loving and caring for each other. I'm Barb Rankin, and this has been Stuff I Learned Yesterday. Follow Golden Spiral Media on Twitter at GSM Podcasts and facebook.com slash Golden Spiral Media. Join the Stuff I Learned Yesterday Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash stuff I learned yesterday. To subscribe to Stuff I Learned Yesterday, visit goldenspiralmedia.com slash subscribe. If you've enjoyed this episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I would be grateful if you'd share this with a friend.